Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Gillian Devlin in for Jonash on Live 95. Hours to Protect, brought to you by Live 95, the IBI, and funded by Commission Naman with a television license fee. Check out hours to protect.ie for more info. This week is all about fishing. We will look at how EU regulation is changing in an attempt to improve compliance and traceability in the supply chain. As an EU member state, Ireland's fishing policy is set by the Common Fisheries Policy. Adopted 40 years ago in 1983, the Common Fisheries Policy was established to ensure sustainable exploitation of fish stocks. It has proven to be a contentious issue in Ireland throughout the years. As Ireland owns approximately 12% of the total of EU waters... However, EU rules allow foreign vessels to catch up to 80% of the fish in Irish waters. In recent years, Irish fishermen were dealt with further cuts in a post-Brexit trade deal between the United Kingdom and the European Union. Known as the Trade Corporation Agreement and coming into force in 2021, the deal obliges European vessels to progressively transfer to the UK part of their quota shares for certain fish stocks in the Atlantic Ocean and the North Sea. For Ireland's fishing industry... This means a 15% cut to its quotas by 2025 and a projected annual loss of €43 million, Euro, making Ireland one of the worst affected countries by this deal. Irish MEPs have had their say in a recent deal in the EU to improve compliance and traceability in fishing. Journalist Sarah Coleman spoke to Green MEP Grace O'Sullivan during the October session of the European Parliament in Strasbourg and asked what these negotiations were hoping to achieve. This was the fisheries control um, regulation and it has taken the last four years of hundreds of meetings to try to come to a um, an agreement um, amongst uh, as many parties as possible that uh, we need to modernise the fishing fleet in terms of uh, fisheries control. Um, my objective from the outset was that we should uh, support um, uh, the family fisher, uh, fishermen, fisherwomen, fishing communities, so that uh, what they call small scale fisheries. Uh, and the second is that we should um, uh, uh, prioritise sustainability of stocks so that we uh, have um, a fish into the future. Uh, so that, I mean, the fish is such an important uh, resource for us in terms of good f- uh, food, uh, but we need to ensure that those who are going out uh, in very difficult circumstances circumstances um, uh, often hitting storms and whatever that they are well looked after um, and then that um, that the control mechanisms on board so uh, are in place. So in the past uh, fishermen would have had paper log books and this can be done electronically now. So essentially what we were doing was modernising the control of um, the, the um, fishing in general and that's to sustain the uh, fish resource into the future and support uh, fishermen and women. On the topic of traceability and fishing, a new outlaw ocean investigation suggests that China is using forced labour in seafood processing factories, seafood that is being exported to the United States and the European Union. Fianna Fáil MEP Barry Andrews has warned this could have major implications for Irish retailers if this seafood is making its way to supermarket shelves in Ireland and explained to Sarah what this investigation means. Yeah, it's a it's a wake up call for everybody to uh, realise that while these large supermarkets will try to avoid is their supply chain being tainted with forced labour and modern slavery, 
it, it, the, the investigation took four years to establish these facts. So this is the kind of work that journalism is essential for, because clearly these businesses weren't able to establish these facts themselves. I don't believe they turned a blind eye to it. I simply don't think they were able to do uh, what these journalists were able to do. So now these companies are going to have to reflect on it. And already in other countries, not in Ireland, there have been resignations in respect of importers. There have been investigations ordered at government level. There have been parliamentary hearings um, initiated. And I think in Ireland, we'll really have to take this very seriously. People want to do the right thing about responsible consumption. Nobody wants to have uh, anything in their um, in their shopping trolley that might have resulted in children that are working in, uh, in slave labour conditions or forced labour conditions. And so we need to tackle this issue very, very seriously. Are there any particular products that are impacted by this that people might be familiar with? Well, what we do know is that uh, there are at least four uh, Irish retailers named in the report. And obviously they have the right to their reputation and the right to... And and, and the right to reply was offered to them by the journalists as they prepared this report very, very thoroughly and very professionally and according to all journalistic ethics. And those companies are Aldi, Lidl, Tesco and Musgraves. So uh, I think what will be required is for them to take a fresh look at their supply chain, to uh, to ban specific products where there is a risk that there is forced labour in the supply chain. And if they are associated in any way uh, with some of the importing companies that have been named, I think there are various products that will have to be stopped. But we are dealing with seafood products mostly frozen seafood products. The report itself focused on squid, which is we know is calamari. And so there are uh, probably a lot of tainted products in the Irish uh, supply chain. To learn more about Ireland's fishing industry, a great resource is marine.ie that provides an overview on the management of our fishing industries. Ours to Protect is funded by Commission Le Mans with the television licence fee and is a partnership between Live95 and the IBI. Check out ourstoprotect.ie for more info. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Gillian Devlin.